This is the Very Finnish Problems podcast. Follow us at facebook.com slash verifinishproblems. And we're recording. Okay, cool. Hello, everyone. This is Joel Willans, the creator of uh, Very Finnish Problems, uh, the editor of inktank.fi, and the British man who's been living in Helsinki for the last 15 years, here again with our second Very Finnish Problems podcast, joined by my co-host, Dormas. No, now you fucked it up. I fucked it's it up. Dormas. Oh, I fucked it up again. One week. I, again. I, I, okay, well, close enough. Yes. Close enough. Uh, and this week, because the sun's out and we're all, we're all enjoying the, the joys of spring, uh, we've decided to tackle a, a, a very finished problem. Um, which we should all potentially be experiencing very soon, which is when you go to the summer cottage and it's like a labor camp. Now, um, a very bourgeois labor camp. <laughs> well, well, depending on the summer cottage, I've been to some that are quite basic and some that are like, uh, yeah, they're like huge villas with all the mod cons. So, I don't know, it's an interesting statistic about uh, summer cottages that apparently, according to Statistics Finland, there are close to half a million summer cottages. Of about 40 square meters or less. Uh, and once you include larger leisure homes, that figure doubles or triples. So they're everywhere. Yes. They are everywhere. Yes, they are. And uh, how, what's your experience of summer cottage and forced labor? Uh, well, um, how should I put it? I experienced it as enough so that I stopped going in my teens. <laughs> That's interesting to hear that it's not I was I was sort of under the impression that it was my my family, my Finnish family, much loved Finnish family, who when they go to the summer cottage um seem to seem to get uh, follow a sort of uh, joy through work philosophy not not dissimilar to like a 1984 or oh, well it's grotesque i hate yeah, that and I, i think it's i think i wasn't sure it was a generational thing or it was a particularly one of their characteristics but yeah as soon as we arrive it's very much um hoovering the rocks <laughs> sweeping the forest oh, and uh, chopping trees down um oh. uh picking stuff so i mean And I, I mean, my experience, my my expectations of summer cottage life would be that it would be hammock book, uh, doing nothing. But what you're saying is that you also have experience of hardcore intense labor. No, well, or the threat of hardcore intensive labor. My dad used to spend the weekends in the city for most of the summers, like working and then joining us for weekends. And then, of course, was a lot of hardcore labor when he was around because he's that sort of person who never <laughs> wants to sit on his ass and do Excel nothing. Excel spreadsheet of the mm, <laughs> no. Back in those days, they didn't have no, a laptop, bad. luckily. But yeah. Uh, and what what sort of labor was your dad particularly uh, interested in forcing his children to do? Well, cutting the lawn. There was always some small like you building project. Yeah, of course. Really? Is, is that normal? Is lawn? Well, yeah, like a grassy plain, yeah, way, yeah, 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 for croquet. Sure. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, of course, what do you call it? Emptying the the, uh, the fucking loo, the toilets. Oh right, okay. yeah. I've yeah. never ever, I've never been given that pleasure. Yeah, I've I've never done it either. I just like helped him. Well, he had like thick rubbery gloves, uh-huh. like industrial grade gloves, and I, I helped him wash them afterwards by pouring like water over them. And, and and soap, but yeah, I I always stayed on a 
kept my, I kept my distance during that <laughs> task. It's, it's never, my, it's never been my wise. thing. But then luckily, after I stopped going, or during the last years, I, I joined my family for the cottage. We got one of these like fancy like heat composter things. Oh, look at you! Yeah, you're taking take, you're taking your toileting up a notch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but it's around. definitely worth it. If if you yeah. have one of those like terrible stinky or what you call them these like sheds, well outhouses. I don't know. It's it's just like get one of these heat composters. It's so much better. Yeah, yeah I'm not entirely sure. I know for a fact that my father-in-law was very proud of his new toilet. And I, I'm I'm not technical. <laughs> I'm not very technical when it comes to toilets. Mm. But I know I know the rationale being that it sort of turns everything into some sort of like compost. Yes. Um, but I've never been involved in the actual removal of that compost. No, and so far, I, I inevitably expect that one day the baptism of fire will happen and I'll be taken on board. But yeah, yeah. so far. So uh, it's not that's not happened. Um, I literally can't do it. I, I would throw up. I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, and not what, my thing. Yeah, so that's that's probably on the list of t- summer cottage chores. Okay, moving on from from fecal matters. Uh, <laughs> what else is there? Um, Chopping wood seems to be a firm favorite. Yeah, I've always managed to sneak out of that because I've, I've always given people the impression I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm too clumsy. I would probably chop my own feet off or something. Oh, right, so you've I, gone down that road. That's quite cunning. Yeah, I mean, I, I... carrying firewood. Actually, um, we also had to, had a manual like hand pump for water. Oh, reckon you're particularly old. School. Yeah, and and it was quite inefficient, and we had to pump like two hundred liters a day. Basically. No way. Yeah. So, in, 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 Hours, six, you know. How how long does it take to pump two hundred liters of water? I can't remember, but I was a kid, so it felt like forever. Of right. Course. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a big ask, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the chopping wood thing. I mean, I, I when I was I'm from the countryside and I chopped a lot of wood. Oh, I was involved in cutting stuff down with my dad quite frequently, and to such an extent that I promised myself that when I was a grown man, I would never chop or cut or lift wood again. So how ironic that I ended up in the country with the most woodland and forest of anywhere mm. in Europe. And uh, mm. yeah, I mean, I don't mind a bit of carrying. Um, I'm not allowed to go anywhere near a chainsaw or anything that's got sharp edges. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I'm probably perfectly capable. But yeah, my father-in-law takes, basically he takes the glory of cutting down trees. And mm-hmm. I get involved in the, in the carrying and the sort of, yeah, the, the lifting part. Oh, that's uh, brilliant. But, I mean, someone has to do it. Someone has to do it. Someone has uh, to do it. And how, how about berries and mushroom pickings? Where, where do you, where do you uh, stand on that? How's your... um, during, I guess I've been forced to do some of it. Uh, we used to go pick strawberries for one or two days each summer, and that was, all, of course, extremely painful. Forest? No, but like, uh, no, from a field where you just picked, you fill like, baskets and buckets and you wave them and then you paid for it. Okay, pick your own. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, not my scene either, surprisingly. (laughs) There's a common theme running through this, isn't there? Physical labor in general. Yeah, I basically want to sit on my ass and read. Yeah, I mean, I totally buy into that. And once again, actually, regarding the picking of fruit, I mean, I'm from one of the, yeah, the sort of the Austro-Bosnia of the UK where there's like just farming fields and fr- there's loads of fruit, and I've picked every berry under the sun for money. And yeah, so th- I think that sort of ruined the pleasure. Strawberry of f- feels strawberries, forever. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, apples. I've done everything, you name it. And I uh-huh. think uh, that sort of, uh, yeah, turning it into work from a very early age took away any joy or pleasure that, that I could possibly feel. 
But saying that, I think, um, I mean, I've got amazing respect for my, my in-laws. They are exactly, if there's a, like a zombie apocalypse, they're exactly the sort of people you want to be in the forest with because they can live off the land. I mean, I'd be starving within 48 mm. hours. But yeah, I mean, there'd be berries, fish, you know, probably large mammals if they had the opportunity. So, I mean, they've got the skills. Yeah, uh, I, I, I need a signed bill so I can check out by myself if the zombie apocalypse ever happens. Because I, I, I just You've got hate a stash of cyanide. No, I just, I just want to, I, I just don't want to shit in a forest. It's just dehumanizing. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, I quite like going all animal in a forest. That quite appeals to me. I quite like the idea of just like going feral, growing the beard, you know, walking around just flip flops and just living, living like that. But in terms of actually, I'd need the supermarket close by, or I need, I need <laughs> well, someone hmm. to serve me the stuff. Because I mean, I go mushroom picking. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm picking poison. I'm dead within, once again. I mean, I'm dead quickly because I, I have no skills when it comes to identifying, you know, mind-blowingly poisonous stuff and stuff mm. that is a f- really great feast. And that just shows, actually, the real difference between Finland and the UK. Even though I'm from the countryside, it's like a well-kept garden. There's very few places in the UK that you can get lost in the wilderness and die. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, pretty much here, you can go 15 minutes outside of Helsinki, and if you take a wrong turning, you're never seen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more or less. It's a, it's a way to rid ourselves of uh, confused foreigners. This is true. Just unleash them into the forest. That's in actually the, a great reality, reality TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get, like, 10 Japanese, let them fr- let them loose in a, in a finished forest and see how many survive. That would probably do quite well in Japan. Absolutely, absolutely. They've got, they've got a long and glorious history of uh, hurting people on television for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, in, so innovation. Is, is there any is there any sort of um, summer cottage activity that that you enjoy? I mean, that involves physical labour, or I mean, no, like, absolutely not. Nothing. Uh, no. So, how about your parents? I mean, do you think it's a generational thing? Because I've spoken to a lot of people, sort of our age, who've also shunned the idea, and maybe we're just a work shy a generation who aren't that interested or I'm wondering you know what it is about a sort of parent parents generation that makes them feel the need to get to the forest and almost the sort of guilt that they're they can't really chill out and relax they have to be doing some form of chore or work I don't know I think it's more individual than that my mom is perfectly capable of chilling uh, she she just like she also enjoys having the cottage and having the gems homemade gems and all, all the things you can make my make by yourself so she does it to some extent but, but I, even I that's a sort of mild form of labor isn't it she's not like hanging out in the in the hammock yeah but she, yeah, she absolutely is but, oh, but totally part that, of the time she, she's definitely doing doing the chores because someone has to do it i, I guess um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just have no interest in doing any of that. Uh, I, <laughs> the, I, I perf- the perfect son. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about I your What about so. your siblings? How, how, how about how do they mm, get involved? Not not so much anymore. Yeah. I think they sort of started skipping labor camps yeah. around the same age I did. Well, that's interesting too. I wonder if that's sort of a, it'd be interesting to know whether that's a common theme because if that is the case, then in like a couple of decades, we're going to have huge amounts of summer cottages in Finland that are just totally. Well, screwed. that is absolutely true. In in cases where people own these places, you, you there are issues where people. Uh, well, might not afford to keep them up, or people might not afford the inheritance tax, and and like terrible things like these, where people are just stuck with properties they they have no way of taking care of. What the sort of forest ruins? 
This is another thing, like very much like winter sports in our last episode recorded three months ago, <laughs> released last week. Where it's another of those of those things where I, I just don't like discuss like labor. It's so camp strange things. actually, because that seems to be another common thread is that there are these very typical Finnish things like winter sports and summer colleges that you don't discuss with. And it's like you're you're the uh, absolute opposite of the uh, archetypal Finnish man. And, uh, fair characterization. I, well, I, or is no it, is it, I mean, is it the fact that no one really discusses these? I don't know. No, I think people have nothing better to discuss. Maybe I mean it's it's a good topic of you know for small talk, but I don't really do small talk. I I have I discuss interesting things with interesting people generally, so I don't have to you know do the small talk. Yeah, I mean for me, this whole summer cottage philosophy is a bizarre and wonderful thing. I mean, I love the idea that. Everyone, like on Midsummer, Johannes, the whole city is just empty of people flooding, flooding to their summer cottage. Yeah, everyone should think- see Helsinki at, at uh, Johannes uh, at Midsummer w- once or twice. It's like the inner city is sort of it's ghost like. It's like the beginning of uh, what's the the British zombie movie? Twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days later. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's uh, I actually as a, as a teenager, I think I spent one midsummer in Helsinki with a with a friend of mine, and we we spent the the night before at my parents' place in Warsari, and then we went to walk downtown. Uh, the following morning, it was like exactly like twenty eight days later, yeah, which yeah. was bizarre. Except the, 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 you heard a tram somewhere around around the place, but it was totally empty. I mean, it, that was ten years ago or more. It must have been two thousand and five. So I guess there's more people, and Hel- Helsinki is more of a city these days. But still, it's sort of huh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's times when uh, yeah, I mean, Helsinki is quite a chilled out city anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's the weird thing about Johannes and Vapo, actually. It's just in, in many ways, it sort of showcases why it's like this sort of sizzle of the, the Finnish spirit of like, you know, everyone goes to the forest. I mean, probably the no. only time, or practically everyone goes to the forest. And it's, it seems to be the only time, first of all, that there's like a, a traffic jam. I mean, it's very uh, rarely seems to be traffic jams except for Johannes. But the fact that regardless of the weather, and in the same way as Apple, regardless of the weather, people are determined to go outside and celebrate. Mm. And that's like, I mean, it's both. For me, that's like uh, it's both cool and uh, cruel, isn't it? When when the weather lets you down. So fingers crossed. Once I mean, Vapo delivered, didn't it? Did to it. extend this I, to the, I can't in terms remember. of sun, I, sun, but I, I partied the day before Vapo, and then I slept for two days. So. Yeah, that's always a good, always a good shout. But the sun was out um, certainly, and that that's at least it wasn't raining. So yeah, I mean uh, the, the, the the sort of the migration to the forest. I don't know if that is that the same in. Other Nordic countries. I mean, the Swedes or I suppose so. They must have. probably slightly better summer cottages, <laughs> Sli- yeah, slightly I... longer, longer holidays. Uh, I have no idea. Actually, it's one of the other another of these things I, I've never thought about. There we go. We need to get a Swede in, don't we? We, we need to get a Swede in here and grill them on their. their... Speak, uh, like speaking of guests, I've st- I've started like uh, like asking around, and we have quite a. F- we have a few interesting people. I'm sure you do. You do too. Have a few potential interesting guests. Absolutely, queuing up, yeah. queuing up to be on. Yeah. So I mean, the, for the audience, if if you think we're obnoxious and irritating, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> let Joe harass our <laughs> guests at some point, and you'll keep listening, everyone. Yeah, we're going to get some new people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, in conclusion, to to uh, our, our our wrap up of, of, of labor problems 
Uh, we'd say that toilet ranks as the very, understandably, ranks as the most courageous in some ways, but also that the lowest rank of, of labor. Um, uh, picking potatoes or, or planting them is it, it's, it's up there, but it's still more dignified than the toilet. Yeah, well, the toilets are very much, it's very much a necessity, isn't it? I mean, the, the potatoes yeah. and the, the lo- I mean, even the log carrying, to an extent, and the, certainly the berry picking, to an extent, they're all luxuries. So hats off to anyone who's doing toilet duty. Yeah. I mean, they have huge respect for me. Yes, absolutely. And, 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 from me too. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, even log cutting, I think log cutting, log carry. Another thing we haven't really mentioned which is another thing I am hugely in admiration of, is the fish gutting and catching. I mean, I'm once again of, uh, from the countryside and in sunny Suffolk, where I'm from, I caught lots of fish as a child. We kept them in a net and then we let them go. Uh, mm. And my experience here is uh, you catch fish, you smash their heads against the wall, rip, cut them off, rip them out them and open uh, fillet them and eat them i've so, never caught a fish in my life you have never no. caught a fish in your life wow that's <laughs> quite a, quite an accolade maybe i mean yeah I mean, but there's one thing we, for, we forgot about is the sort of annoyance of having to go to this city or some mall somewhere to buy food in a hot car but but still being sort of excited about it because you've been isolated and you, you sort of want to get out of there for a little bit, at least as a kid. But then you have to sit in a hot car because during my childhood, we didn't have AC in the car, of course. Oh, that's such a first world, first world Finnish problem. Yeah, but actually, actually AC is another summer thing, Finnish summer thing that sort of uh, has annoyed me for years now. What, your lack of air conditioning? Yes. You literally need to use it once, one day a year. Uh, no, actually, usually for, depending on where you live, if you live in in the city and you're you have a you have a wall facing you know the afternoon sun you're basically fucked during like the summer might be shitty but you, you'll, you'll still be hot for like from late may onwards and no ac because finland supposedly isn't warm it's uh it's one of these things that keeps us tortured and and uh, miserable yeah I for mean, no reason at i all. wallow in in the warmth regardless i mean it's such a brief it's so brief, but I take on board your point about going to civilization uh, when you've been in the forest. How sort of exciting that is! Yeah. How far away was your uh, from your cottage? Is the nearest supermarket? Uh, Forty-five minute drive. All oh, right, so that's quite plus a, way. a ferry. So yeah. I, oh, plus a ferry. Yeah. Look at you! You're hardcore <laughs> isolated. Yeah. No, so I mean, if, if if civilization broke down whilst you were at your summer cottage. You'd be fucked then, basically. I mean, you couldn't get off the... I suppose you've got a book, boat. Well, you'd be fucked. We'd all be fucked anyway. That's the there, whole point. There, Civilization there would be a breaking small down. boat somewhere. But so it, you're, on an, uh, you're on an island? Yeah, in, a very large island. Is there other people the, on the, the island? Yes, yes. It, it's, right, a, it's okay. a really big island. Okay, so there's a little community of people who would be... Yes. If the, if the world went tits up and civilization, they'd yeah, be for, for sure. banding together or killing each yes. other, <laughs> depending on... Who you had there. Very much so. Yeah, cool. So um, yeah. toilet work, bottom of the run, picking stuff, we can handle, cutting, carrying wood. Going, going, going shopping, going shopping that shopping. came up on top, I guess. Going shopping is your most annoying summer cottage. No, 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 that's on top, like the best thing. Oh, you the can, best thing, you're yeah. cruising into town yeah. to get your snacks. And cruising into the you know nearest strip mall and yeah. walking through a, <laughs> an air-conditioned prisma <laughs> and Enjoying. looking at the latest magazines or something. <laughs> so basically, your greatest summer cottage pleasure is leaving the summer cottage. 
Yeah, to some extent, yeah. But that yeah. was before internet, so yeah, that's now, true. Nowadays, I mean, that makes it totally. Yeah. Nowadays, I, mean, that, I would be fine. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that makes it. I mean, makes it totally. Add podcasts, audio books, and all that. Yeah, I, there's lots I, of I things. Have to leave. Lots of things you can you can do when other than gut fish and chop stuff down. Uh-huh. But I think as long as it's sunny, I'm okay. But as soon as the weather turns, it feels a little bit to me like I'm just sitting in a shed. In a forest with no real purpose. Uh, yeah. It's like, you know, and I think... And, mid- and five mid- other like, people and you, yeah, yeah, you lose your... Exactly. You lose I mean, your that's like mind. Big Brother. It's like another reality TV show, isn't it? Big Brother in the forest. Yes. I mean, I've had, I mean, Midsummer, when it, does, when it rains, that's like uh-huh. trapped in a small cottage can really it can go for lord of the flies very quick very quickly (laughs) exactly hey uh before our audience goes lord and the fly on each other while they're listening uh we should maybe wrap this up absolutely yeah Yeah. well so how how often should people expect something well we're trying to try and do once a week or at least once every two weeks um but of course you know the sun's out and uh when the sun's out then Everyone goes to the forest, don't they? So, but yeah, we'll try and do it at least once or once, twice a month. I think is doable, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So good, great. So, people people can expect something regularly. We'll probably be releasing this before August. It's, <laughs> it's early May Finger, now. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Our production is a little bit more speedy than last time. All right. But yeah. But thank you very much for listening, and we hope you'll tune into our next scintillating episode sometime before the end of the year. Yes, and enjoy whatever passes for summer this year. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the second episode of the Very Finnish Problems podcast. If you enjoy the show, please give us a rating at places like Apple Podcasts where other people can find our program if it's high up on the charts. Thanks again for listening.